Welcome to the Face Yoga Expert podcast, coming up. Even as practitioners and, and, and experts in the field, the pressure's on us as well, isn't it? Yeah. You know, to, I, I've, I've been sucked into it before where I've gone, oh God, I have to, I have to get down to the gym because I have to keep my weight at a certain level or I have to do that. And I really think that there's, there's way too much pressure and often, when we're seeing people who who are very successful, you know, i.e. celebrities, mm -hmm. they have a lot of people helping them. Yeah. You know, they have a lot of childcare, mm -hmm. a lot of in-house uh, chefs, they have personal trainers, they have PAs. Mr. and Mrs. Average, you know, we don't have that. Mm -hmm. And um, <laughs> I think it makes it, you know, it's all very well to say, look how wonderful this particular celebrity looks but yeah. when you look at the reality of it they, they've got the life to be able to do it 24 7 but most of us don't i'm your host danielle collins and i'm the world leading face yoga expert best-selling author of the book danielle collins face yoga and creator of the international teacher training program the danielle collins face yoga method 17 years ago, I healed myself from chronic illness and I've spent the last 15 years teaching, sharing and serving millions of people in person, on TV and online to help them look and feel the best version of themselves. This podcast is about giving you simple, effective, natural tips and advice and sharing knowledge and insight from industry experts. If you have a friend who you think would enjoy this podcast, please share it on social media as it would mean so much if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast as it allows more people to feel healthier and happier naturally. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. This is the Face Yoga Expert Podcast. Hi guys, so I am so excited about this podcast. You are going to absolutely love it. There is so much information about the best foods to eat for youthful skin, but also to help your body and your mind as well. Rick is so good at talking, so good at explaining scientific research, but in a really understandable way. So everything he says has so much impact in terms of how you can lift and firm your face but also in terms of how you can just realistically adjust your life a little bit to feel healthier and to feel happier. So Rick is an anti-aging food and fitness nutritionist, and he has about 25 years experience in the industry, in naturopathy and in botanical medicine as well. So he specializes in anti-aging, in weight management and plant-based nutrition. He's also the author of the Anti-Aging Food and Fitness Plan. He's a nutritional director director and product formulator at Healthista TV2. And Rick has such a respected media profile. He's very influential in the press. He works on many women's and men's magazines and he is just so full of knowledge and so lovely to chat to. I really enjoyed this podcast, so I hope you guys enjoy it too. Hi, Rick. Thank you so much for being a guest on the Face Yoga Expert podcast. How are you today? You know, I'm not too bad. And I've been really looking forward to talking to you because, you know, I've been a fan for a long time. So uh, exciting to be able to, to talk to uh, to everyone listening and uh, listening as well. Oh, thank you, Rick. Well, it's funny because we we had heard of each other for years and years, hadn't we? And do you remember where we first met? I don't know if you actually remember where we met face to face. We're in a lift. I was at Body we and were. Balance. Yes. 
<laughs> I was in body and balance. So body and balance. Yes, if anyone yes. that doesn't know, they're who makes my like my DVDs and I make my apps with them. And I was in a lift, and obviously we'd both known each other because there's lots of different people that we work with who had mentioned your name and vice versa. And I remember I was in a lift, and I was like, "Are you Rick?" And you were like, "You're Danielle." And I remember us chatting. <laughs> I was almost going to say we, we met in a dungeon, um, which I should qualify, shouldn't I, really? Um, but yeah, because it was downstairs, wasn't it, in a basement? It was so, uh, downstairs. Yeah, the, the lift is a much, a much better way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Well, I've got so much I want to ask you um, on this podcast. And I just know that my listeners are going to absolutely love hearing all your tips and your wisdom. You've been, well, you've been in the industry a long time, haven't you? Yes, I have. And, mm. you know, I've been working in nutrition now for, for 25 years and, and and actually a little bit longer. I've had my clinics, I've worked in, you know, product development, formulating, been lucky enough to do work in, in the media and and had a, you know, a, a, a career, a long and, and, and rewarding career in, in nutrition. Um, and now, as you know, my focus is, is primarily around wellness but with a slant towards anti-aging because i'm not a spring chicken um well you look great you look towards, like a spring chicken yeah. well you know i think they're because all my photos are taken from a distance if you look very <laughs> carefully yeah but uh but yeah and i do a lot of stuff around sustainable weight management as well not about you know a quick fad diet but something that's going to you know help you with those those extra you know pounds or kilos but you know not not rebound them back and do it in a healthy way and how did you first get into being a nutritionist? And you're also a fitness expert as well. Like a lot of people, I had a bad eczema. Growing up in Australia, in Western Australia in particular, you know, you have to go to the beach and, you know, it's a very, you know, it, everybody's seeing a lot of your skin. And it was very frustrating for me to have that condition. And and I had, my family don't have a great history of skin uh, conditions as a lot of genetic stuff goes. And I just couldn't get it fixed by by general western medicine of which you know i have a lot of faith in but i i just couldn't get it you know i couldn't get it to go away and i was using you know steroid creams etc and then i came across a a wonderful herbalist uh in sydney actually who who really within two weeks and you know with some acupuncture made it go away after several years and and then i thought wow because as you alluded to i i, I did do fitness as well mm. And I was teaching um, sport to kids and, and I thought, wow, there's something in natural medicine. This was in the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s. And I thought there's something in this. And, you know, I didn't know where it would lead me, but I just went off and studied at night while I did my regular teaching. And that's how I got started. Uh, like a lot of people in the industry, maybe with a problem that you can't solve. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So you started off teaching sports to kids. Is that what you were doing before you went into the nutrition side of things? Well, well, I was lucky enough to teach primary school, and and okay. part of my um part of my thing was I taught a lot of sport because I was teaching in Western Australia, and and yeah, I was really into kids' fitness then. I I actually used to get the kids to exercise first thing in the morning, which to a lot of parents at the time was a little bit strange in the eighties. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Because the fitness thing, you know, wasn't as big as it is now, and um, but I just found them, you know, they they work better. They they burn off a lot of that energy, and and so yeah, I had a lot to do with with children's sport and and then an interest in how their nutrition would affect their academic performance and their um you know their ability to concentrate as well early on yeah 
Definitely. And then what brought you to the more sort of anti-aging side of things? Because that's very much your specialism now. And obviously you have your amazing book, The Anti-Aging Food and Fitness Plan. So where did you go from that sort of healing nutrition more towards the anti-aging nutrition? I thought when I graduated nutrition, I would work with sports nutrition. That was my plan. And I set up a clinic in North Sydney and I had a lot of clients who were women, busy business women or, you know, um, uh, women who who were taking time to uh, look after their kids, which was a full-time job in itself. And in that time, I was seeing a lot of women, you know, between 40 and 50, and they wanted, you know, not to go down the, you know, artificial route to, uh, you know, anti-wrinkle and all that. So I did my studies and I was really pleased when I found lots of good research stuff around nutrition. And I, I want to reiterate that, that 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 a lot of what we do in nutrition is more research than people think you know mm-hmm. and i found things like simple high levels of vitamin c stimulate collagen production and then i looked you know into sort of things like different antioxidants and phytonutrients things like um you know resveratrol in you know in grapes and in red wine and then i found that a lot of these things nowadays we talk about nutrigenomics and and epigenetics, where nutrition is being more acceptable, accepted into, um, uh, you know, an anti-aging model. But back then, it wasn't as it wasn't as well known. So, but then when I sort of delved into it a bit more, I realised, wow, this is all just really about colourful foods, about nutrient density. We can get skin plumpness as you can with your exercises. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we can do it naturally. And the other thing that attracted me, uh, Danielle, wasn't so much just anti-aging. It was aging well. Do you know what I mean? Um, So uh, I've got an uncle who's 92 who walks all the time, you know, 45 minutes a day most days and, you know, is very, very active. And I think that a lot of people give up around 60 and think, well, old age is going to come and I'm going to get these ailments. And I don't believe that has to be the case. And my research is, is certainly backing that up. That's such an important message. And when you're giving people advice in terms of how they can feel better on the inside, how they can look better on the outside, what are your sort of main simple tips that you give to people? You know, first and foremost, I I try to encourage people to eat more plant-based foods. Now, Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that they have to go totally out and and become totally plant-based but you know especially with western diets we just consume too much meat and our bodies aren't designed for it it means that you're often not getting enough fiber it can be quite inflammatory on the body and for certain people i just i don't think it works so i encourage people to have more uh, vegan and vegetarian meals in their diets i don't get them to change everything i just say hey a few times a week give me a meat-free meal not just a meat-free monday but a meat-free meal and then let's start with a uh, you know a meat-free the lunch and dinner mm-hmm. and there's so much global food that's vegan and vegetarian that's delicious people think that think it's limiting but it's not so that's my first thing and i tell you what the reason i say that is if you want to take do one anti-aging thing that's going to help with longevity that is it even yeah. a, a less than five percent increase in plant-based foods can lower the you know the death rates of many cardiovascular problems colon cancers you know things like that if you're eating too much processed meat they can go towards helping to to prevent those if you're you know if you're prone to 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 those sort of illnesses so plant-based is my first way to go and secondly i say to people okay let's look at your plate and if you've done if you've not got something colorful on there 
if it's all beige and my friends laugh if they say if they see one more photo of me with a gray um a green juice or with a beige plate <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna throw it at me do you know what i mean and um bless them because on my regular even on my personal social media i'm always putting my my work stuff on and i understand people don't want to see another green smoothie with me but you know i'm on a mission um but uh, it's a I good understand. mission Rick. i'm on the mission with you it's somebody, good <laughs> yeah you know, somebody once wrote to me very angrily and said i hate your shirt and if i see you with another green juice I'm going to come and throw it over your face or something. And I thought, oh. well, you're probably tuning into the wrong, um, yeah. the wrong social media platform. Then, do you know Definitely. what I mean? Definitely, yeah. But um, yeah, I do. I like colourful foods because they're full of our phytonutrients, and that they, they're very protective uh, to our body. And antioxidants, people will be familiar with that term. They fight off free radicals, and they do lots of you know wonderful things in the body. And they help with natural killer cells, and natural killer cells help us at times in immunity like right now in the globe you know a simple increase in vitamin in vitamin c vitamin d the mineral zinc and magnesium can decrease your susceptibility to illness um, and that includes viral illness very well researched and also decrease the length and severity of any illness that you might get including upper respiratory they're very cheap uh, vitamins and minerals as well and i really wish the government were getting that message out more right now of what they could do but having said that, I digress and I, you know, I digress well, that colourful food can help top up those vitamins as well and, and the, and the plant-based food. So they're my main things. And my third one's probably a little bit outside of the nutritional realm, but I really want people to, to be easier on themselves. Yeah. You know, we're under such pressure, as you would know, you know, we're under such pressure to look better, to be perfect to be the perfect mother husband perfect at work to do everything perfectly and we're simply not designed for that you know and i think that the pressure that we place on ourselves with stress creates an inflammatory system which which can lead to later you know problems later in life so really it's sort of stop smell the roses be grateful for the small things and you know ironically you and i were talking about before yeah, um, before we're talking now live you know, sometimes slowing down and being forced to slow down gives you an opportunity to value what's what's really important. And I'm not trying to, you know, lessen the the importance of what we're facing globally now, but there are sometimes some opportunities to relax in that time as well, which I think is very important. It's so important. And I'm so glad you said that about the pressure side of things, because we don't often need this full rigid diet plan. And what I like about what you do is you give people inspirations and ideas. You know, even what you said a little bit earlier about how we can eat just a little bit more plant based, how we can include a few more fruit and vegetables into our diet. You know, if we just start to do it like that in a quite gentle, quite natural organic you know excuse the pun organic way mm. then that's sustainable for life you know if we start to put this huge amount of pressure on ourselves to suddenly change our diet to cut out all these things that perhaps have formed a big part of our life for so long it can feel overwhelming and then it creates stress in the body if we're creating stress on the body that's aging mm. the body you know mm. so it's completely mm. counterproductive mm. so i love your idea of just trying to include a few more plant-based meals and a few more plant-based days and that's what I do so I'm not a strict 
um, vegetarian or vegan. But now I go probably about three days, maybe four days a week where I do eat completely plant-based. The other days I don't. And I find that that's just a really nice balance for me. It means there's not pressure there. I don't have to think, oh my goodness, is this completely vegan or is this completely vegetarian? Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. if my body feels that it needs something, you know, if I feel like I need eggs on toast that day, then I'll have that. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. do love that you said that and, and taking that pressure off. It's so important. Yeah, I, th- I think, you know, you're on the right track. And I think for everyone, you know, I've seen, you know, so many people over the years, you know, helping them with health eating plans and a, an approach to eating. And I always say as well, one one size doesn't necessarily fit all. I yeah. mean, there are there are some things you can do. You know, I'm I'm a big fan of green smoothies and plant based smoothies because they tend to be a very good shortcut to help you with your weight loss journey. So you know, having them for breakfast for a month is a, is not a bad thing to do, and then eating sort of you know mostly healthy the rest of the day. But I I try not to be prescriptive, and even when I write my books I've, I've got a plant-based edition of the book now as well so there's two choices right. but what how i how i say to people is you know look at the book it's not it's not regimented it's there's often three choices of meals and i like just to give people an idea of what they can do and then you go off and do it your, yourself and i think you touched on something that we forget as well you know we are more intuitive than we give ourselves credit for especially with the gut brain connection and the microbiome we're finding out a lot between the connection of the gut and I'm just going back to that because it links a bit with intuition you know that gut yeah. feeling and all that sort of thing sometimes you know you might just need that packet of crisps yeah <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that Absolutely. and you might you might be, be you know wanting that donut well I'm saying well okay go ahead and have it mm-hmm. because as you touched on stressing out about it is actually going to produce more stress hormones in the body, which aren't great for the skin, which leads to collagen breakdown, which leads to potential for other uh, inflammatory illnesses, all the, you know, all the itises to come up Mm -hmm. and generally make you feel like, excuse my language, feel like crap. (laughs) And we, we don't really want that. We, you know, so I think it's time that we just sort of went nutrition, you know, can be easier than what a lot of magazines make out and it can be yeah. And I agree with what you said. Part of my plans have always been do a tune up first, you know, mm-hmm. and I say, I know it's boring, but, you know, that old cliche, you wouldn't go run a marathon overnight, would you? No. So don't change everything overnight. You've got more chance of success doing it bit by bit, you know, being easy on yourself. And, and you know, even as a nutritionist, I don't eat healthily all the time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't, if I feel, you know, like I want a treat of something, I'm going to have it because I'm, I'm not going to deprive myself you know, food should be enjoyable, shouldn't it as well? I don't want people not to enjoy their food. Absolutely. And it's social as well, you know, and it's so important to just allow ourselves. And I think that there needs more. We need to be, you know, us out there as experts really need to be putting that across as much as we can, that it's okay to not be healthy 100% of the time. And actually, it's completely Mm. normal, like you say, to go and have a donut if you want a donut. Yes. And, and it would be like yourself with your um, facial exercises. There are mm. probably some periods where you have some time off, where yeah. you don't do it, or days when you don't feel like it. And mm. and it's the same for me with my fitness. I do that. I you know I take some time off and try not to feel guilty. But I, even as practitioners and 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 experts in the field, the pressure's on us as well, isn't it? Yeah. You know to. I've I've been sucked into it before, where I've gone, oh God, I have to, I have to get down to the gym because I have to keep my weight at a certain level, or I have to do that. And I really think that there's there's way too much pressure, and often 
when we're seeing people who who are very successful, you know, i.e. celebrities, Mm -hmm. they have a lot of people helping them. You know, they have a lot of childcare, Mm -hmm. a lot of in-house chefs. They have personal trainers. They have PAs. Mr. and Mrs. Average, you know, we don't have that. Mm -hmm. And um, (laughs) I think it makes it, you know, it's all very well to say, look how wonderful this particular celebrity looks but yeah. when you look at the reality of it they, they've got the life to be able to do it 24 7 but most of us don't definitely I, I completely agree with that and actually you know we're talking about treats and and we both feel it's so so important to have those but in terms of food as a whole you know 80 percent of the time let's say that we should be avoiding for the skin and from a sort of youthful skin point of view what do you would you say your top foods to avoid are let's say 80 percent of the time because we're not going to be saying 100 percent of the time no, no. And, you know, number one, and it will come no surpri- as no surprise to you, is sugar mm-hmm. in your tea and coffee and in, in fizzy drinks, soft drinks, whatever you want to call them. That is inflammatory to the body. It really isn't what you need. They are empty calories. Uh, now there are so many good in, uh, alternatives like Thormartin from the, I think it's called the Tempfei uh, fruit. There's stevia, there's xylitol. Um, there's so many other ways you can get your sweet kick. With that, you know, they're from plants that aren't. Also, I don't. Also, I want to make it clear, I'm not a fan of artificial sweeteners. They, I think, in the in the long term, can probably lead to weight gain as the body seeks calories out when you have them. But um, sugar would be number one. And if we want to talk anti-aging, as you know, sugar is responsible for a process called glycation, mm-hmm. and glycation is essentially the breakdown of the collagen structure, and it's not what we want. So, if you want to be looking better, sugar is the one to go. Having said that, if it's your treat on a Saturday or Sunday with a cup of coffee, fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's have that, keep that to your Sunday and have that as your treat. The the second thing to avoid excessively, and it, you know, it's a bit of a bore, but if you smoke, you really, you really shouldn't. It's one that isn't going to do your skin any favors, is is gonna not help your body's natural immunity or not help anything at all. So it's one to really look at. Other things, as I touched on before, I think too much meat, in particular processed meat, so the bacons, you know, the ham, all that sort of thing, is particularly nasty for the colon, and colon cancer rates are, are you know, higher because of processed meats. Cardiovascular illness in the Western world is one of the highest, and processed meats certainly don't help with that. So I think you have to look at the processed meats and, and get them down. Again, you, you want to have a ham and cheese toasty occasionally, you know, that's your thing, keep it to a treat, not to your your daily, you know, intake. And the other thing I would say is many of us, and again, it's a bit cliche and you've probably heard it a million times before, but these things are said a million times because they're the basic, you know, the basics of, of good nutrition and good skin health. You've got to stay hydrated. Yeah. If you are dehydrated, your skin will look sallow, you know, it'll be more gaunt. You'll get brain fog, which I, which yeah. I'm, I'm an expert of. If any of my friends, my friends are listening to this, I'll go, yeah, well, you're not having enough. <laughs> uh, I'll give a tip here to any other vegans listening: make sure that you get a, a B12, and that you also get, you know, some algal oil that's got some DHA, EPA. Algal oil, Danielle, is um, what how the fish make their EPA, DHA, so we don't have to go killing the fish and worrying about the mercury so much. We can get it from algae. Mm-hmm. And now the algae oil is much better and not so expensive. It's either algal or algae oil. But that'll help with brain fog as well while we're on the topic of brain fog. But, yeah, they're my main things to, to avoid. 
sugar being at the top. Yeah. And I don't want to be a party pooper as well. But, you know, if you're going to drink, you're going to pay the price with weight gain. Yeah. And you're going to pay pay the price with an unhappy liver. Mm-hmm. And an unhappy liver can lead to, in Eastern medicine to a lot of grumpy, angry people. Yeah. Um, you know, keep it to special events or have a glass of red wine as they do in the Mediterranean diet at nine. I'm not talking about one glass and I'm not talking about red wine. Red wine is my kind of exception to the alcohol thing because it has lots of benefits. But, you know, many of us, you know, you might open a, a bottle of wine and go to have a glass and then you end up having the bottle. I understand that. But uh, half a bottle or a bottle a night, every night is not great. Yeah, And you, you really need to look at that. And this isn't me being, you know, a party pooper. It's just a, a physiological fact that you're going to be doing lots of long-term damage and, and making yourself moodier to boot. So I just wanted to take a very brief pause in this episode to tell you a little bit about an exciting new course I have just launched. So this is not a teacher training course. It's for everyone. It's 10 days of face yoga. Over the 10 days, you get a 10 minute video each day, which leads you through a structured face yoga program. You also get a digital copy of my book, Danielle Collins Face Yoga. And at the end of your course, you get a lovely fun quiz, which is great for just refreshing your memory about a few of the techniques. Now, if you've already got a physical copy of my book, then this is still a wonderful course for you. It leads you through how to do the techniques in video format. It means you get a digital copy of the book as part of it and really enables you to have a very structured program. If you haven't already got my book, it's a great opportunity to get my book, but also to get videos with it. And by doing this, enable you just to go through each of the videos and enjoy some motivating face yoga every single day. So if you just head to faceyogaexpert.com slash shop, and it's the second product down on the shop, it's $29.99 British pounds, and you can convert it to dollars. There's the option there to do either. So head to the website now, and I hope you enjoy the course. Let's get back to this week's episode. Something which you're really known for, Rick, is being a superfoodist. And what I love that you share when you're on TV and in magazines and on your social media is about foods that we can actually include into our diet. So even if someone's listening to this and they're thinking, I'm not sure what I can cut out or I'm not sure I'm quite ready to let go of my my tea or my sugar. There are things that we can include in our diet which are going to help to improve overall health, which are going to help our skin, which are going to help our mind and body as a whole. What are your favourite sort of superfoods that we can all include in our diet? First and foremost, I want to say that every country has superfoods and superfoods mm-hmm. are also our regular foods. So I'm going to start with some regular ones that you you probably got, you know, in your fridge at the moment or in your in your cupboard. Right. So I would put all the leafy greens first and foremost, right, because they're going to give you nice levels of, of chlorophyll, which is nice and cleansing, which is the green pigment. And they're also going to give you nice amounts of magnesium. Now, magnesium is important because it will give you both energy in the daytime until you out at night. It's a wonderful mineral. Um, depending on what you read, there's, you know, around 300 enzymatic activity in the body, uh, you know, needs magnesium. So, you know, it's a really nice one, a nice one at times of stress. And also with leafy greens, and I'm going to put in there all the broccoli and the, the cabbage, any green vegetable, really. And the cruciferous ones often have sulforaphane in, which is really uh, cleansing to the liver. 
so those leafy greens are where I would start because if you're going to have your sugar or you're having a few more you know drinks than you'd want to, they're going to help to cleanse you naturally without going on a on a you know a, a super strict detox. The second thing I'd say is cook with spices. Now spices are truly magnificent ingredients to use as superfoods. So if you think about cinnamon, you know you're getting blood sugar you're getting sugar cravings all the time, your blood sugar levels up and down. Cinnamon can help to steady that and therefore will help you to snack less because when your blood sugar is steady, you don't feel those cravings that you get, you know, when you get ravenous for for a, um, you know, a cake or biscuits or whatever the case may be. And isn't it amazing? You know, when you get those cravings, you can eat half a packet of biscuits in like 30 seconds. It's incredible how yeah. fast we can be, isn't it? So I love cinnamon. I love turmeric because it's got curcuminoids in it. All of these spices have got inside the phytonutrient, like, like saffron's got saffronol, which is great for our brain and our mood. Um, you know, the, the turmeric's anti-inflammatory. All of the spices that are hot, like ginger and cayenne and chili, they fall into a class of spices called thermogenic agents, and they help us get our sort of system going and and help us with with fat metabolism, which is very important if you if you're on a weight management campaign. So spices are great. Those dark pigments as well are also protective, and they protect with the heart, which I keep coming back to because it's a, our main problem in the West with, with a lot of our disease around heart disease. So they're particularly useful for that. And then throw in the herbs as well, you know, so you have those beautiful herbal teas, chamomile, lemon balm, valerian, uh, nettle, licorice, all of them take the edge off. And I'm all about, you know, taking that chill, that chill pill in the, mm -hmm. in the form of a tea. So you don't have to go out and buy acai or you don't have to buy baobab or kakadu plum from Australia. Now, these are all wonderful, but if you're, you know, in the UK, do berries. They're fabulous. Yeah. Frozen berries are, are a superfood. They've got a, a really high ORAC score, and an ORAC score means like a five-star rating of a hotel. You know, you, you, uh, the higher the ORAC score, the better the the antioxidant of that particular food, and, and berries are really high up there on the ORAC uh, rating level. And when you mix berries, they even get stronger. So frozen mixed berries, you can get them for three, four pounds sometimes. And yeah. And there's nothing wrong with them being frozen and nothing wrong with uh, frozen veg either, you know, especially those little packets where you're getting all the different colours. So, yeah, you've got all the stuff at home to start on that cleansing program and doing it with the herbal teas, the spices, go more plant-based. And if you do that, you're already doing a little mini detox yeah. just by doing that. Completely. Just those things, you know, and staying hydrated. Uh, you don't have to necessarily go away to a retreat for months well pretty lucky since we we're not going anywhere at the moment yeah, but exactly. uh, you know <laughs> in the future when we can you can you can do it at home and you can do it quite quite easily and it really is quite simple i think we try and overcomplicate things all the time but actually if we can just drink more water reduce our sugar our caffeine our alcohol cut out smoking if you're a smoker and then just try and include Lots of green leafy vegetables, lots of fresh fruits, um, things like berries, like you said, are amazing. Drink the herbal teas and include the spices in our diet and eat a little bit more plant-based. And if we can do just that, then we're going to feel better. Our mind's going to feel happier, healthier, clearer. Our body's going to be in better shape inside and outside. Our skin's going to look better too. So, you know, it, it's such a good message you're giving that we don't need to overcomplicate things. And I think that's so important. Like we almost can't say that enough. Just don't overcomplicate it. Just start doing those things and 
instantly you'll feel better. But also we're talking long term as well, aren't we? Because I know that that's something which you're so into is, is how can we help ourselves long term? Yeah, I want, you know, my advice to be sustainable for people. Mm-hmm. And, and if it's not, there's no point because they just sort of yo-yo back. So, you know, I, I, I um, regularly lecture at the College of Naturopathic Medicine in London and my lectures sometimes, imagine the poor students having to put up with me for eight hours in a day or seven hours, bless them. <laughs> oh, I bet um, they love it, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's a weekend often too. Uh, so they're giving up their weekend. But I start off with saying basically what you just said at the beginning of my lectures and I say that sums up my 25 years in nutrition and they look a bit disappointed because of course you know certain people need more and there's certain conditions that we need to delve deeper into um, to get a therapeutic benefit but for most of us if you do that you're going to feel better and I tell you what if you've been operating as most people do at a five or six out of ten and you take yourself to a seven or eight it's really bloody good because because suddenly you have the time to follow your face yoga program or to follow a a sports program that you never thought you had the time to do because you're feeling better and then that opens up the door to something else and to something else and I think that's my aim to get people from a five or six and my clients over the years they all accept that their health is about a six out of ten or a seven do you know what I mean they say ah that's just what I'm like. I don't sleep well and, you know, my gut just isn't well or I'm always bloated or I've got, you know, really terrible period pains all the time and every month. It's not – that doesn't have to be the case. And I, I, I should really touch on one other thing that I have a little bit as well because it would be remiss of me not to. When when I touched on the gut before, I should have included in my list fermented foods, yeah, yeah. things like your sauerkraut, kefir, your tempeh, miso all of those all of those fermented foods and if you're not eating a varied diet maybe take some probiotics or um, vegetable digestive enzymes because your gut you've got to have a good functioning gut or you don't absorb all of your nutrients and you'll be exhausted and you'll be tired and you know what as well if your gut isn't great it'll use your skin with your liver because it won't be functioning properly to throw out it sort of will use your skin as an organ of elimination a little bit and which it is anyway but that's where you can end up with a lot more skin conditions. And I found out that with my eczema. And one other little tip, which is a good one. Now, it's not a pleasant one. I've been pretty good so far. I haven't made it hard for everyone. But there is, <laughs> it can't be summer all the time, all right? Although I'm currently, currently, uh, as you know, in Western Australia, taking care of my family and, and doing some work. And um, uh, it's, we, we have 300 days of sunshine. But we had wow. a storm the other day. It was, it was beautiful. But what I'm, what I'm alluding to here is some things to get results aren't, that pleasant and this is one of them i want you to eat bitter foods i want Mm. you to fit taste the bitterness i want you to feel the bitterness of rocket chicory endive dandelion tea and i want you not to like it good because that's going to help your liver and a good liver the liver loves bitter foods if you have some bitter foods that you won't have like the taste of for 30 seconds you will lower your cravings long term your skin health will be better and your digestion will be better. So I don't like dandelion tea that much, but I but I drink it one cup of day because I know my liver needs it, you know. And if I have a few drinks with my friends, which I do do, then I have dandelion tea the next day. So those bitter foods are very important to stimulate liver. And liver, again, in Eastern medicine, doing a poor summary of, of Eastern medicine. I apologise to any traditional Chinese medicine practitioners out there. But the liver does have a role 
in emotion and that emotion can often be you know anxiety resentment anger type things so you may well find that the bitter foods and taking care of the liver makes you uh, a, a nicer person as well definitely it is all connected and we can't ever forget that you know it isn't just about eating healthy and that helps you lose weight or you eat this and you get good skin everything is so so connected and I love that tip about bitter foods I I actually one of those crazy people who really like rocket and really like dandelion tea yeah. I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's a bad thing but I need to get back yeah, on the dandelion what... tea actually I need to order some of that because I haven't had that for probably about a year actually I love my herbal teas but dandelion yeah. tea is a, a good one and you do literally feel like it's cleaning everything out don't you once you when you're drinking it you do and i think that's and i'm i'm paying you a compliment here that i want you to accept because i know sometimes people don't accept compliments when we give them but that's why you look so fabulous as well oh, do you know what i mean you, it's your your exercises but when i met you i remember thinking wow this you know this woman is healthy you because i i get to know and you do you know in person exude that health that you you live and as you said you're not perfect all the time and no. you don't have to be but um i think we're on to something here i think we might have to have a slogan what do you reckon bitter is better yes what do you reckon? i love we're it something. love it <laughs> Except a bitter person who isn't who isn't better. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's but that's lovely actually, Rick, that that you said that about me. And something which um I like to sort of bring across to people, maybe I don't enough, is that actually I work quite hard at it. You know, I'm not one of these people. You know, some people are just blessed with good mm. skin or, I mean, and I don't know, there's few exceptions like that, but I often get people say, oh, you're lucky, it's just genes or you're naturally mm -hmm. slim or your skin. But actually it, it isn't the case with that. It is the, the decisions I make every moment of every day, really. You know, the decision I make to get up a little bit earlier in the morning and do some meditation and yoga and the decision I make mm -hmm. to do face yoga every night before bed and the decision I make to, to not drink alcohol, caffeine, you know, it is constant decisions all the time. And even though I do that, you know, I my health isn't perfect. You know, my journey started 17 years ago when I had very chronic ME and obviously that's why I got into to what I do now because I healed myself through lots of different natural therapies and generally feel really, really healthy. But sort of like beginning of January, I had a bout of shingles, which wasn't very nice. And since then, just notice I get things like, you know, if I feel a bit stressed, then those symptoms I had when I had shingles just tend to flare back up again. And I know that even though I'm healthy, you know, there are things that sometimes just come to get you and you have to sort of rebuild your body and you have to start being a little bit more healthier and a little bit more gentle on yourself and reduce stress a little bit more. So firstly, I, I guess it's just the journey but secondly it is about mm. the hard work and the decisions that that you make every day and, and I know that you know that for sure but you know that's something I always think maybe I should should say to people more you know uh, it's it is it is a, a decisions you make every single day yeah you know when I first um came back to uh, Australia from London mm. to uh you know for this, this this period I hadn't been doing much exercise in terms of running or you know what I mean I, I hadn't done a lot of it and I went down to the beach and I thought, you know, I, I should really run. And, and <laughs> like you were just saying, then I, I thought, oh, no, I can't be bothered. I made a decision not to, right? Yeah. And then then one day I was down there and I thought, no, I'm just going to start with, with a couple of hundred metre sprint. And I did. And now, you know, months later, I'm running long distances along the beach. And wow. if you told me I could do that 
at the beginning. And, you know, as I said earlier, I'm not a spring chicken these days. And I'm now running as far as I used to in my 20s at the beach. And, and it's, it's, it's really nice. So I agree with you. I think I was speaking to someone on another podcast the other week about mm-hmm. I think sometimes, as I've said, I don't want people to stress out about it and I don't want people to make it every minute of their life health, but I do want people to make that little bit more effort for themselves because it's just for you. It's not for anyone else. It's just for you. And if you can do whatever that little thing is that's going to make you healthier, it leads to other things. And I've seen it with clients. You know, I've I've had clients who have drop 60 kilos saying that they'd never be able to run and then they run half marathons i've had people who've who've you know just said i've i've been unhealthy my whole life i'll never be healthy and then they've ended up you know vegan and posing working as fitness models you know it's it's quite amazing what that first step can be and if anyone's listening now i suppose the message that you and i would like to give is just one small thing that's all one one tiny thing to get you on a path and if we can do anything to motivate you on that journey which is why you know we do a lot of the work we do you know i think that that can have wonderful results and i i i, I agree with you it doesn't come naturally to everyone and mm. but but it's our body it's your body and you have to you know decide well what am i going to do today that's going to be kind to my body and give me a better outcome for my cognition, for my weight, for my skin, for my health, for my happiness. And that one small step can lead you somewhere that you may not know in six months time. Yeah. And you learn to like and love living healthily. You know, I I actually enjoy that more. And sometimes I think, you know what, I'm just going to have a big piece of chocolate cake and I have the chocolate cake and it's fine yeah. for a few minutes. And then I just remind myself, do you know what? I feel so much better when I eat some fruit and I won't stop eating chocolate cake. You know, I'll, I'll have it again in, yeah. in another couple of weeks time and, and, and feel the same thing again. But you get to that point where you just want to do healthy things. And I know for me, you know, like I said, because I did have such a, a chronic illness 17 years, ago that I know what it's like to feel your lowest low you know to be bed bound to be housebound so I know what it's like to be really really unhealthy and obviously before I became ill I didn't live a, a healthy lifestyle at all so I know what that's like but now I just think I so much prefer this and you're right just start with one thing and it, and it can be a run but it could be a walk it could be just doing a five minute yoga session it could be just eating that first superfood you know eating those berries drinking a little bit more water and it does become a domino effect you start to think Oh, actually, now I've just done five minutes yoga. Maybe I'll go and have a salad afterwards because I feel like that much more than I feel like going and having fish and chips. And you've had that salad. Well, OK, you know, later on this evening, I might have a plant based meal. And it does start to become a, a gradual effect. And, and, and it is nice when it becomes, becomes quite normal and quite natural. Yeah, I love that. And and mm. your body physiologically will respond to that. And yeah. and you'll be thinking, listening to us both thinking, I'll listen to them rave on about that. But but <laughs> but what will happen is your body is if you feed it and you nourish it and you treat it, you know, with some respect, um, most of the time, those cravings go because the liver starts functioning as it's meant to. The blood sugar stabilizes. I used to be a crazy bread eating maniac. I would mm. just love it because my my um, father's family um, came from Italy and I, I realised that, you know, I, I inherited that, that love of pasta and, and bread, which I still have. But if somebody had told me now that, that that bread and a lot of white bread wouldn't have been part of my life, I would have just gone, are you crazy? Yeah. But I don't even crave it anymore. You know, I might have a, 
you know, a, a sandwich every now and then, but it, 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 my body now doesn't make me want that. It's really, um, it's really amazing. And, and when I would, like yourself, when I had my eczema, which was very bad, I used to have to wrap bandages around because it would ble- be bleeding that, that wow. badly. But I was also partying a bit heavy and didn't understand that the liver and skin connection. Do you know what I mean? I was yeah. a typical young Australian guy and, you know, I had a good, you know, a, a good time. But, mm-hmm. but you know, it, it's amazing where, where that first step can take you. And I think, uh, you know, people listening would be, you know, surprised where they can be in six months' time with just a tiny step. Definitely. Just take that first step. That's such a good message because, you know, it, it isn't easy to go on the health journey. You know, you and I know that it's it's so much easier just to sort of stay as you are, feel a little bit sort of unhealthy, a little bit unwell and, and just carry on as you are. But taking that first step, you'll never regret doing it. And you and I both know what it's like to live that more unhealthy lifestyle and then to live a healthier lifestyle. And the healthy lifestyle isn't easy, but it pays off in, in every way, in health and in happiness and, and for skin health as well. Yeah. And I want to let people know as well that what will happen also as your mood improves, healthy doesn't have to be boring because yeah. I get such joy out of small, small things now that I never would have back in my partying days. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's quite amazing how the natural, the body's natural serotonin levels come up when gut functions gets gets better. It all just ties in. And, and I would probably leave on a, on a message, you know, with, with people and say something like, the body is, you touched on it before, Danielle, the body is a whole. Mm-hmm. It's not just the liver. It's not just the stomach. It's not just about weight loss. It's not just about not getting wrinkles. It's a holistic system. And when you treat it well, it will reward you. Those those feel-good chemicals, dopamine and serotonin, they make, they make you happy. And, you know, they're the ones. I remember one time I was cycling across Waterloo Bridge. This will make you laugh. <laughs> at like about five o'clock in the morning with bits of it was raining and I love cycling in London I don't care about what weather it is and I'm a big fan of London I love I love that city and I I um even in the cold you know I'd be getting little bits of you know dry uh, cold ice in my face but I'd still be happy yeah. <laughs> and I think man is there is this proof <laughs> that good eating or either that or I've finally gone over the edge what do you reckon but um you know what I'm trying to say yeah, you completely. can get a lot of when it all clicks in place you can become a, you know, you can become much happier. And I know, you know, I'm not trying to say that, you know, it's the answer. It's a total answer to depression and anxiety, but it can take that edge off working with a practitioner. And it might be nice for us one time, if you'd ever have me back, to talk about that whole foods for depression, foods for anxiety, yes. supplements that can help with that, because that's a whole, uh, a whole nother area. Oh, Rick, that would be absolutely amazing. I'd love that. We'll set that up for sure. And yeah. I know that there's going to be a lot of requests for that after my listeners listen to this episode. You've just been an absolutely wonderful guest, Rick. Thank you so much for sharing all your advice, all your wisdom and your lovely personality as well. Thank you again. Thank you. And thanks. I'm so glad we met in that lift. I know. In the lift, in the dungeon. <laughs> in the dungeon. <laughs> thanks, Rick. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you'd like more information on face yoga or you'd like to become a face yoga teacher, just head to our website, faceyogaexpert.com for more information. 
If you'd like to do a regular structured daily face yoga program to get the best results, you can either use one of my apps, just search Danielle Collins on your app store, or you can use my book, just search Danielle Collins Face Yoga on Amazon. And thank you for joining me today. And I look forward to seeing you again next time.